Um, did the cicadas just start? Okay. I thought so, but thought, well, maybe I wasn't being observant. <laughs> Our scripture reading today comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 31 through 46. Hear now the word of the Lord. When the Son of Man comes in all his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you that are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? And the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, You that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not give me clothing. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they will also answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison? and did not take care of you. Then he will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. May God bless our understanding of this sacred text. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Many people ignore this scripture and the call it places on our lives. Others feel convicted by this hard teaching of Jesus. It keeps them up at night, 
the gnawing sensation that they might be on the wrong side of the throne. But they don't actually do anything to be less of a goat. Then there are people who take this scripture to heart and who live their lives serving the least of these, feeding the hungry, giving water to the thirsty, welcoming the strangers, clothing the naked, caring for the sick, visiting the prisoners. When I was given my certificate of ordination, my pastor told me that it was important because I would need it to enter state and federal prisons on clergy visits. In 17 years of ministry, I have never taken that certificate out of its golden frame. I have never handed it over to a warden for certification as a clergy visitor. I know that I do good work as a pastor, but I will be honest. I am among the people kept up at night by this scripture, wondering how often I am missing the opportunity to serve Christ in the guise of the least and the lost. Today, for our Biography of Grace series, we are celebrating a Christian leader who has dedicated his life not just to visiting prisoners, but to pursuing justice on their behalf. Brian Stevenson is an American civil rights lawyer and the founder of the Equal Justice Initiative. Several years ago, he published a remarkable memoir called Just Mercy. It was a bestseller, so I'd love to see a show of hands who read Just Mercy. Not a few of you. In the book, Stevenson recounts several cases he has worked that reveal the issues plaguing our criminal justice system. He writes, we have a system of justice in this country that treats you much better if you're rich and guilty than if you're poor and innocent. Through his book and through the founding of two historic museums, Stevenson challenges Americans to face the injustice woven into our national story. Slavery gave way to a penal system in the South in which black Americans were often sent to labor camps for minor offenses. Meanwhile, thousands of black Americans were subjected to lynching. More than 4,000 of these victims are remembered at the National Memorial for Peace and Justice in Montgomery, Alabama. To this day, black Americans are far more likely to be sentenced to the death penalty, even compared to white Americans who commit the same crimes. Stevenson writes, the death penalty is not about whether people deserve to die for the crimes they commit. The real question of capital punishment in this country is, do we deserve to kill? He has defended death row convicts who, who were guilty of the crimes they were charged with committing. 
He has also defended death row convicts who were innocent. In addition to this work, he successfully argued a Supreme Court case establishing that minors committed of crimes cannot be sentenced to life in prison. Stevenson is guided by his deep and abiding conviction that each of us is more than the worst thing we've ever done. These words bear repeating. Each of us is more than the worst thing we've ever done. Reading Just Mercy and learning about the life and legacy of Brian Stevenson was deeply humbling for me. Not only was I encountering a truly righteous man who has taken every opportunity to serve Christ in the least of these, I also felt like he helped me understand the nature of justice and the meaning of mercy for the first time in my life. I encourage you to read this book or watch the movie it inspired. I brought my copy today and I am happy to pass it along and hope that it would make its way through the members of this church. Perhaps you might add a stop in Montgomery to your next road trip. During my sabbatical last year, my family visited the National Memorial for Peace and Justice. It is a harrowing and holy place worthy of our time and our attention. Since that visit, I've kept this quote from Brian Stevenson on our refrigerator, a daily reminder of what he has taught me. The true measure of our commitment to justice, the character of our, uh, of our society, our commitment to the rule of law, fairness, and equality cannot be measured by how we treat the rich, the powerful, the privileged, and the respected among us. The true measure of our character is how we treat the poor, the disfavored, the accused, the incarcerated, and the condemned. According to the gospel, this is also the true measure of our faith. We do not have to become civil rights lawyers like Brian Stevenson. We do, however, need to respond to the ways God is calling us to seek justice and mercy. We do not have to go far to find and serve Christ. We do, however, need to go out of our way, whatever that means. So let us pray for the eyes to see and the courage to act. May it be so. Amen.